0: Huh. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. We are on Menhe. I assume that's where you are too. I'm an olive. I assume that you went to the Mishnah because that would make a lot of sense. So we'll start with the Mishnah. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Misha says like this, you have three people who ate together. They're they have to make zimun, they have to make an introduction um, to bring everybody together to bench. Let's talk about about eating sometimes um, borderline food, but usually it's uh, this. The, the beginning list is kosher food. First you eat demai, demai is... is, is is food which probably, as the Gemara will conclude, probably is kosher to eat, but it has some doubt over it because you, you bought it from somebody who is suspect as to whether he does everything that he's supposed to do when he has uh, fruits of the field, when he has produce. Or you ate maise rishon, shenit trumaso. You you ate what goes to the, to the levy, and the levy has taken off the truma, so now the mice rishon is edible and v'hektish sheniftu. Sheni is the second tithing which goes off to Yerushalayim. It's supposed to be eaten in Yerushalayim or it has to be redeemed and then you take the money um, to Yerushalayim and, and buy food there. Or hektish, something which was devoted, food which was devoted to, um, to holy purposes that has been now, it wouldn't have been edible otherwise, it has been redeemed. So both of them have been redeemed and so the Sheni and the hektish can now be eaten. The Hashamish, and you have a waiter who's who's taking care of you it's not really part of the meal but he ate a kazayas then then either with permission or not with or without permission, permission as we'll see before the end of the Amud, he's allowed to 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 be together to make the zimum and akusi who is who is not quite a non-Jew? He's a, he's a, he has somewhat of the status of a Jew. So all of these people, and all these all these foods, you can be mezamim. You can make a zimun afterwards. on the other hand, if you eat something which is forbidden, tevel, food which has has not been had truma or Mice taken at all, or ma'aser Rishon nitla trumaso, or something that's given to the levy, but he hasn't taken the truma to give to the kohen vehektish You have again the second tithe, or you have something which is devoted to holy purposes that has not yet been redeemed. Vahashamish or you have a waiter who's who's dealing with the, with a the group, small group who who did not eat the requisite amount. He only had less than a kizayis, or or you have an anju. In all these situations, ain mizamni Alav. You can't make zima. Nashim If you have women, you have servants, slaves, or you have children. In all those, all those three categories, they do not, they do not come together for zimun. You don't make zimun with them. Adkama mezamnim. Until what amount of food do you have to have people eating in order to have a zimun? The first opinion is ad kazayas That's the same opinion of the Mishnah. And Rabbi Huda, who has disagreed with almost everything from the first page of the of the of, of uh, Brachos, he has his own opinions. Omar ad kibaiza, he says, no, it should be twice that amount. It should be two <coughs> two, two kazasim, which would be the same as the this size of an egg. That is Mishnah. Everything clear. Very good. Minahani Mili. The Gemara says like this: where do we know this? Where do we know what? So it seems that where do we know this? That three people are what uh, are what are, are fit for making the bracha of bringing people together. That's how Rashi learns it. So that's the Gemara's first question: How do we get this number? Amar um, Ravasi da Amar Kra. Ravasi says there's a pasuk that says Gadlu La Hashemiti, right? Make, make make Hashem great with me. I'm alone, but Gadlu is in the plural. Shamol and we will raise Hashem's name together. And this is this is one person apparently speaking to two other people. That's why you get three. Avahu Amar Mehacha. shows another possible Makor. He says, Hashem when I call out the name of Hashem, Avu talking to the plural, other two other people should be God Lelokenu. They should give greatness to Hashem. Two possible sources for the idea that you need three people. Uh, coming together, I should say. When you have a situation where one person is making a blessing, another person is saying the amen, they should be together in terms of the volume of their voices. We have a Pasuk that is a Pasuk that was just said in terms of Zimun, where we say, And you see that you were, as we do it together, we, we are lifting up his name, um, together, it's 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 calling out to make be, make Hashem great with me, and we should do it together. From that, you learn that the people who are participating in a bracha, it also is learned out. It's the same it's the same public after all that we use for zimun, so that it would apply to zimun as well. That the people, everybody's supposed to be more or less at the same decibel level. Amr <speaking> of Shimon ben Pazi, Menayin she'en Lahagbiya, Rasha lahagbia and menakore in the in the in the time of the Gemorah and in yemenite shuls ad hayomaze there is a matar game a person whose job it is to translate for the for everybody in the in the shul to make sure that they understand what's going on in the reading They usually the the balkorah reads a pasik sometimes he reads a few and then the matar game re, reads um says it usually In Aramaic, the assumption being that people understand the Aramaic better than they understand the Hebrew. In terms of these two people, they are supposed to be, again, at the same decibel level. He's not supposed to raise his voice any more than the person who's reading the Torah. She Moshe yidaber ve'alokim ya'anenu b'kol. This is from last week's parsha. Moshe spoke, and Hashem responded b'kol. So the Gemara says, she'ein talmud lomar. There's nothing to learn out from the word b'kol. How come b'kol is there? You could have just said that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke and Hashem responded. Ma'atam and Lomar b'kol. What's the Pasuk adding when it says b'kol? So the Gemara answers, b'kol hoshom Moshe. That is, Chaz Baruch did not use a voice any, any larger, any higher in terms of decibel level than that which was being used by Moshe Rabbeinu. Tanya Nami this also could have meant that, that Hashem raised his voice because after all, Moshe Rabbeinu had to speak to many people and Al-Kadosh only had to speak to Moshe. Tanya Nami we have a b'risa that says, a b'risa, I'm sorry, that affirms what we just said, the person who's translating is not supposed to raise his voice more than the person who's reading. And if the Baal Kora happens to have a big voice and the Metargim the translator happens to have a small voice, so then Yimai HaKore Kolo Viyikra. Then the person with the higher with a stronger voice naturally is supposed to come down to the level of the matargem, so that they're they are again at equal decibel level. Itmar, the Gemara has a has a statement. The statement the Amarayam have a statement. If if two people, not three people, but two people eat together, they break bread together. They're eating together. So this is an argument between Pligi Rav and Rav Yochanan, Rav and Rav Yochanan from the Gedoli Amoraim. These are the big boys. When it comes to the Amoraim, they're they're the early early generation. Chad Amar imrotzul lezamen one says, we don't know which one is which, the Gemara on Ahmed base, will try to figure out who. But one of them says, if they want to, they have the option. The, the, the Mishnah had talked about an obligation, but here we're talking about the option. If they want to make a zimun, they could go ahead. V'chad so Amar even if they want to, zamein zamin, they're not supposed to make a zimun. So we have a machlokis. so let's try to figure out who's right in terms of the halacha. Tnan, our Mishnah, after all, said, that could be that we, we'll adduce, we'll, we'll bring our Mishnah as a possible proof. Shlosha ke'achas or chayavim We said three people who eat together have an obligation to make a zimun. That's, from the Mishnah, you can be medayik, you, you, you can infer. shlosha in, three people, yes. Shnaim, lo, but two, not. So the Gemara said, so maybe that means that there's a there's a, a rule against two. So the Gomorrah says, "Hasam Chova, right? You cannot bring a Mish, the, the, anything from the Mishnah because the Mishnah is only talking about the obligation to make a zimun. Here we're debating whether or not there is permission to make a zimun. So you can't bring anything from our, our Mishnah. Now we'll, we'll try again. Tashma. There's a brisa." Um, that's going to be, I guess, in five pages. The b'risa says, We have three people who eat. They definitely have to make a zimun, and we add something that the Mishnah didn't say. They are not allowed to divide up. They have to stay together as a threesome until they're finished in terms of, of, of benching because they have to make zimun together, and they're not allowed to divide up. So the Gemara says, low, so the Gemara says. You see that it's a thing about three, but uh, you see that, that by two, there doesn't seem to be any. There doesn't seem to be any possibility since they're not allowed to divide up. It must be that um, the two are really not a- allowed because after all, uh, if they were allowed, then one guy could, could go off and two would still have their their um, their zimun. So the Gemara says, shiny hossom. That's different. Why the kavu Mi mikara? The Gemara says the reason why we're so strict. Is because they put themselves in the position where they have to, they have an obligation, and you don't wanna, you, you can't fool around with that. You don't, it, it might be possible to take yourself into the situation where you have two people and you can do a zimun, but that would take you out of an, obli- an obligatory mitzvah and put you into just an optional one. And we always value uh, something which you have to do over something that which you want to do. It's nice that you want to do it, but it's always at a higher level to do it as a chiyuv, because you're obligated to do it, and that's why the Gemara over there, the Brisa over there that we're gonna do in five pages, that's, um, that's why it's so careful about not letting anybody, to leave, anybody leave because it's nice for everybody to stay at the level of obligation. That's, so that proof has been set aside. Tashma, we'll try another one. We said in our Mishnah, our Mishnah, HaShamesh HaShayim, Al well, we alluded, To this situation, but now we're going to talk about it. You have a person who's who's acting as the as sort of the waiter, and he's taking care of two people. He should, if possible, eat with them. He should have at least a lisa even if they haven't given him permission. Right? However, if he's acting as the melzar, as the that's the waiter for three people. He does not have permission to eat with them. unless they have given him permission. So, so you see that the that the, the the from the distinction between when you have to have permission and when you don't have to have a permission. That um that when he was doing with two people, but right, he could eat with them without any permission because he wants to get up to three. So the Gemara says, Shiny hasam, That's not a proof either. Why? again, we go back to the same concept. because the, 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 Gemara is, the Gemara is always encouraging that the group take itself into a situation of obligation as opposed to just doing it as an optional thing. So we don't, but we don't have a proof from there either. Tasha, because all these things all of these misishs, all of these Bryces, they're only talking about, about about situations where there's a hope. There's an obligation and we're trying to figure out what happens when people just want to do it. Tashma, bring another proof, come in here. Noshim mizamnos la'atzman. The women, the B'risa says that women can, in fact, make a zimun for themselves, that they're among themselves, whether this is an obligation, if they're among themselves, or whether this is that they're allowed to. Um, this seems to be talking about only a situation where they're allowed to. la'atzman, and slaves who are eating amongst themselves, they can make a zimun. vavadim but if you have them together, women, slaves, children, if they want to make a zimun, a they're not allowed. Okay, so the Gomorrah says, We will certainly say that even a, that 100 women together are at least the, 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 the same as two men, not in terms of, of social status necessarily, but in terms of their obligations. And therefore, since the women are allowed to make a they're amongst themselves then two guys ought to be able to make it as well we said that they're allowed to and we said the, 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 the slaves as well so the gomorrah says no if you have a lot of women you might not you might not be able to say anything you won't might not be able to help any help us f- figure out anything in terms of two men because shiny hasam that's different. Women are different. The situation of many women is different because the ikadeos, because you still, you might not have, you might not have the same situation in terms, in terms of an obligation when women get together, but you certainly do have people with different, different minds. And we had said from the very beginning that as long as you have three different minds coming together, so then you make azima. And the women do have, Come together as 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 many different group as uh, many different individuals, and therefore they, they do raise themselves when at least when they're together to be able to make their. That's why we allow them to make zimun. So i'haki emasefas. So wait a second. If that's true, that that all you have to do to qualify to be able to make a zimun is to have deos to have have a bunch of people with different opinions coming together with different minds coming together. Take a look at the Bryce, the, the end of the b'risa that we just brought. We said that women, we said children as well before, but here we're talking about women and slaves together. And we said, if even if they want to make a zimun, they cannot make a zimun. So, so the Gomorrah says, am I low? Why don't we let them? There's there, there, there certainly lots of different minds there. So the Gomorrah says, when women and slaves are together, you have a different, a different dynamic, which the which the it seems the Chachamim frowned upon, because they say shiny Hossom. The reason why they're not allowed to make zimun is Mishum because we wanted to discourage them eating together. Because if not, if the women and the slaves eat together, it's more it's it's more likely to come to licentiousness, and that and that we the, the Chachamim were looking to discourage, and therefore they didn't allow them to do zimun. But yes, obviously, they, they do represent many different minds, and that would be enough normally to make a Zimun. And that's, that's also true with when women are alone. To, that, that is the end in terms of the, the, um, the, the trying to bring up a, a, a proof one way or another as to whether two people m- who want to make a Zimun might m- be able to make a Zimun. Now the Gomorrah will try to figure out who among the two opinions, one who said yes and one who said no, who was whom. Tistayim, let's conclude. Let's say that it must be that it was Rav who said want to make a zeman? if two people want to make a Zemun, they're not allowed. Why? Because we have a different we have a different testimony about Rav, which seems to come which at least at first glance seems to support that. Bar Yosef, Amar Rav, Rav saying shlosha achas, <laughs> three people who ate together. and one of them abandoned the table and went out to the shuk. Maybe he had to buy something. Korinlo, you're supposed to, the the two guys who are who were at the table, they should call out to the third guy. and they should and they should all still be together in making a zimun. Time a Korinlo. Right, the whole only reason that they're that they do this is because they called out to him, "Hello, Corinlo." Right, but if they don't call out to him, they're not allowed to make a zimun, and therefore it seems that Rav is saying that the two guys left at the table are Zemanless. They can't. They, they obviously they can't make a zimun out of out of um. Uh, they can't make an optional zimun. So the Gemara says, as you could have predicted based on everything we've said for the last 25 lines. The Gemara says, shiny Haslam. No, the reason why we require, why Rav is requiring them requiring them to call out to the guy, even though he's walked away, so that they can make a zimun, is because the kavu lahu mikara. Because they're trying to preserve the zimun on the higher level, which is an obligatory zimun, which they had from the very beginning because they were, they sat down as a threesome. You sit down as a threesome, you are locked together. You're locked in for, for a zimun until you finish. So let's go the other way. Let's conclude. It, is, it was Rav Yochanan who was the killjoy and said that two guys who want to make a zima, they're not allowed to make a zima. Why? So let's go to something. Some testimony about Rav Yochanan. The Amar Raba Bar Amar Rav Yochanan, If you have two people eating together, Echad Mehem One of them is allowed. To to cover his birchas Amazon with the bracha of the other one. One guy one guy says the birchas, birchas amazon, The other guy just listens and he's covered. And we asked on Rav Yochanan, malan, What are you te- what, what what are you trying to teach us? That's something we already know from at the level of a mishnah, because we have a tanina. We have at least a brisit that says Shama valo ana If a person hears birchas Amazon. And even if he doesn't say amen to the brachos, he's still Yodse, So you see that one guy can cover another guy. And that's, that, that was already said. So what's Rav Yochanan coming to tell, tell you? That if two people are, eat, eat together, one guy can cover the other one with birchas a-muslim. So Amar of Zera. it's Lomar, Rav Yochanan was coming to teach us, she'ein birchas a-muslim that there is no birchas a-muslim, right, between them, right? And that is that, that, they ha- that, that there is no zimun, for them, in in terms of in terms of them coming together to do something, um, So that so that so it's, it must be Rav Yochanan, It seems that seems to be a, a proof that that it holds up. The Rav Yochanan is the one who says you're not supposed to do this. Amr Rava bar Rav La Rav Rava the son of Ravhuna, said to Ravhuna, Baha "Vah to da me if you say that Rav Yochanan is the one who says you can't do it." I've got testimony because I've got a bunch of rabbis who came from the west. From the west means Eretz Israel. Amre, they said, and things which are said from Eretz Israel are often said, as you're going to hear, are often said in the name of Rav Yochanan, who is the person who put together the Talmud from of the land of Israel. He's in charge of Yerushalmi, and anybody who comes to to Bovel reporting on what was said in 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 Marava in the, in the west. Is usually saying things over in the in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. They, they, they brought testimony from Eretz Israel that in fact, if a, if two guys want to make a zeman, they can make a Zemun. My lab Yochanan. Obviously, the, the, is it not? I shouldn't say obviously. What, is it not? The, is it not a report that they're saying because they heard it from Rav Yochanan? So the Gemara says, "Lo, not everything that comes from Eretz Yisrael is in the name of Rav Yochanan." de They heard it from Rav, who's who disagrees with Rav Yochanan, and it, and Rav said it in Eretz Yisrael before he was Nachis leBavel. Before he came down, he made Yerida to to uh, to Babylon. So the, the, so so now we now we have. Um, uh, we, we seem to have identified that it's Rav Yochanan who says not to and Rav who says that you can't. Okay. The Gemara says like this, going back to a piece that we said before, that that's what Gufa means. Gufa means back at the ranch. That is what we said a little bit before. Amar Dimi bar Yosef Amar Rav. Three guys who go out, Three guys have started the meal together. One of them abandons the group and he goes out to the shukh. So we should be calling, a low, call out to him, malab. So, um, amr abaye, bahudakari leva ani. So this is not calling out into the vapor. That is, you know that he's out there somewhere, but you don't know where he is. Abaye says, no, no, no. If you're going to include him in a zimun, it has to be a situation where you can still get his attention. Wow. And you, when you call out, so he answers. If, if he's in the shuk and you have no idea where he, is, where he is and you just scream out into the vapor, that doesn't work. Amramar Sutra, velo Amran elabishlosha, avabasara ad to, This is all works if you're talking about a zemun with three people. But if you're talking about a zemun with ten people, which includes the saying of Hashem's name, you have to wait for the guy who wandered off to the shuk to come back. So the Gemara says, Maskiflah, I have a logical reason to say that that's not true. The Ravashi has at least a logical reason. of Ravashi. He says, Aderabha. He says, on the contrary, if it seems that the opposite makes more sense. If you still have nine people, Tisha, nearing Kasara, nine people who are sitting together, they look like ten. Shnayim, but if you have two people, ain't nearing Kishlosha, they have a hard time looking like three. Nine, nine. Maybe you maybe you've got ten, maybe you don't have ten. But two, you don't have three. So, the Gemara says, so Ravashi is saying, well, why do you make him come? Just go ahead. It looks better in a situation of nine. You look like you're 10. Whereas if you're two people, there's no way you're going to pass as three. But the Gemara says, the is not like that. The Halakha is like Marzutra, who said that nine people have to make have to wait until the 10th actually comes back. So the Gemara says, my timer. why is the Halakha like Marzutra? the so the Gemara says, because you're going to say Hashem's name, to have less than actually ten people, not just to look like ten people, but actual ten people, that is not derech eretz, because that's not that's not proper. Amr Abayah, Nachtinin, we have as a as a uh, we have as a uh, a tradition that we take into our hands, that two people that ate together, it's a mitzvah l'chalech. They should definitely divide up in order to bless. Rashi says a huge chiddush here, says that we're not just talking about two people who are at the end of a meal in terms of of but we're even talking about two people who are saying hamotzi that they should say hamotzi separately, right? That seems to be, that's definitely what Rashi's saying. Tosos goes crazy. I mean, the the most of the Rishonim go crazy. There are people who, even who have proofs that say that even Rashi did not hold this. Lamaisa, <clears throat> though normally when Rashi says something in the Gemara, he's saying, saying something which he thinks is more or less the halacha. At least when he's talking about the Gemara, not the Mishnah. But that's that the, the, that is that seems to be that's not the halacha though. The halacha is to have two people. There's no mitzvah to divide up to say birchas birchas hamotzi right? But birchaz amazon, that is what we're talking That is what Abai is talking about, according to everybody. Two people who eat together, they should definitely divide up. Tanya nami hachi, we've got a writer that looks like that, that says, ka'achas, it's a mitzvah l'chalech, it's an absolute mitzvah for them to divide up. The medvari memoriam, what are we talking about? Kishishnehim, sofrim, when they are both people who have knowledge. Sofrim are, are generally the sages. Aval echad, sofer, echad, bor, but if you have one guy who, who knows what he's doing, one guy Who's an, who's, uh, who's an ignoramus? So the sofa is mavarich, and the boar should just be Yotzi. He should just listen attentively, and that way he'll be covered in Birch as a That's, Now we're to the two dots. Amr Rava. Hi, Milsa Amrisa Anan, the Ismar Mishmei de Ravzera Kavasi. Rava says, I've got something that I said, right? And I've heard it said in the name of Ravzera, right? That he agreed with me. He he said like me, which is a good thing because Rav Zerah is a big authority, bigger authority than Rabba. That if you have three people eating together, why right, one person, if two people are ready to bench, then the third person should should stop his meal at least and listen to the the, the and and do zimun with the other two so that they can go off on their way. However, ain't Shnaim mm-hmm. Maf le But if one guy wants to leave, the other two guys are under are not under any obligation to finish to stop their meal or interrupt their meal and listen to his Zimo. So the Gomorrah says Velo. Is that not is, is, uh, it's not true? Vaha Repa la Abba right? Ihu Vahad, right? Rapapa right? right? stopped for Abba Mar. Bere, for his own son, right? Him and one other person, right? So 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 it seems that, that you, you could have two people stopping, right? For one. So this Gomorrah says says shiny Rapapa to lifni Sadin, right? Rapapa is different because he was doing something special, right? To because he wanted to give Rasha says because he wanted to give he wanted to give Hashivas some consideration to his son. Right, I'm sorry. The is Shur adinhu, the ovid Yehuda bar Marevar, Umar bar Ravashi, for Rav Acha Medifti, Karche Rifta, Bahadi Hadadi. So you have Yehuda bar that's one. Umar bar Ravashi, that's two, and Rav Acha Medifti, that's three people. They are breaking bread together. Hadadi, sorry. lohavi havi bahu chad, the havi muflag Mechavere. Between the three of these people, nobody was more distinguished really than the other two, right? And therefore, they did not have anybody who was more distinguished, the Bruchilahu, who, who could lead the Zimun, right? Hadisnan, as the, the Mishnah says, that are the, Chayavim So, there are some people who say that Hani Mili, those words, the Mishnah that we began with, is only Hechadi Ika Adam Gadal. You have to have somebody who has significance, and he'll be the, the, the mezamein but if they're all at the same level more or less, then then they should divide up and they all should say they should all say a Muslim for themselves. Right? and therefore and there's a baruch inish So that that's what they did. They all blessed they all blessed separately. Also So you saw that one the first person was Yehuda, the son of Maremar. So they came to his father, Maremar. And Amr Lahu, he said, you guys messed up royally. Yidei well, I'm sorry, not quite royally. bracha you definitely are okay in terms of a Muslim because you said a Muslim. However, yidei zimun, right, lo yitzasim, but you messed up your zimun, right? And, you, and you, you, you did not in any way fulfill what was your obligation to make zimun. Kitemun nahader nizamen. so they wanted to make amends. They said, let's go back and we'll make zimun now. So they were told, In Zimun limafreya. you can't make Zimun after the fact. Once you've you've made Birkut a Muslim, you can't go back and say, well, let's do the Zimun all by itself. Right? Ba so that so and that is the halakha. However, if if you have a situation where um, one guy jumped ahead and the other two people did not, the one guy jumped ahead and benched, the other people did not. So the 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 obligation of zimun still hangs over. The threesome, and therefore, um, even though the guy has said birchas he can still join with the other two guys in terms of making zimun. Ba kishahem If you, if a person comes and he walks into the room and he hasn't eaten, but he he's seeing everybody else is making bracha together, mahu omer acharehem, So how should he respond to their zimun? Right, they're they're saying let's bless Hashem. So how what should they do? So Rabzvid Amar barachu mavarach. This is only part of the the, the statement. He should he should say Baruch is Hashem on whatever you did, and Mevarach he should be blessed in the future. It's a nice thing to say to, to say in terms of getting involved in the bracha. Says says Repapa. No, Repapa Amar one Omein. Now you just say Omein, right? The Gemara says Lo Pligi. These two opinions, Rav Zavid and Repapa, are not disagreeing. Ha de hu de ka one is talking about the way you're supposed to respond if you're if you enter, and the piece of of zimun that people are saying is the invitation. When you say, when you say Nivarech shalchanu mishalo, that you should let's bless the one who's who who the food belongs to, who the food comes from, ultimately from Hashem. B'had the aschachinu, so then you should say baruchu m'nevarich. But ad hada aschachinu d'kav amrei baruch, right? Aschachinu d'kav amrei nevarich right omer baruchu so so if you, you see them saying nevarach you should say baruchu mavarach as amre baruch if you see them actually saying the blessing which is the which is the spitz of zimon that is the essence of zimon when people say bruch halchanamishlo you so then you simply say amen as an affirmation of the blessing that people are making tana chada amen new subject. I mean, not totally new subject, but a person who who says amen after his brachas harizem So one, the one opinion is one brisa says that that's a praiseworthy th- thing to do. Vitanya Idoch, another one says harizem That's that's a, a, the opposite, a not praiseworthy thing to do says the Lo lokasha their two opinions the two braces, are not at loggerheads ha when you can say amen afterwards is what we, we all do even Ash, even ashkenazim who generally don't make say amen after brachas after their own brachas they do say amen after they say bone ha brachas but the rest of the brachas we say it's maguna a <clears throat> Kiheche de lichmu po'alim, metiv lav deraisa. was, uh, was uh, usually conducted himself, that he would say, amen, after Boney Yerushalayim, bikola. he would say it loudly so that the workers would hear it and that they would go up, they would get up from the from the table and go back to work. Because hatovo metiv, the fourth bracha of Birchaz HaMazon, is lav deraisa. It's not a derisa, it's only derabanan. This will be a subject um, that comes up several times. But um, the, the, according to this, the reason why we say Yamein is because we're marking that the first three brachas of birchas and are at one level, and we're now done with that unit. And the fourth bracha, which is called HaTovu Metiv, is not derisa, it's not on the same level. And, and, and Abai used to, used to demarcate loudly because he wanted to make sure that the po'alim, the workers who are, are not supposed to say the fourth Bracha, if they are on if they are on their boss's dime, they're not supposed to say the bracha, the, the fourth Bracha. So he made it a, a point to say it out loud so that they would know it's time to go back to work. Ravashi, when he would say Amen after One Barak Yushalayim, he would say it whispering, Niz, nizalzalu, sorry, Bahatovometiv, so that he wouldn't be Mizalzal, he wouldn't be cheapening the fourth bracha, because after all, we know that the word that comes before the word Dirabanan is always the word in English merely, right? It's just a Dirabanan, like people like to say. So Ravashi wanted to make sure that people don't, uh, don't act like that when they talk about Hatovometiv. Hatovometiv might be Dirabanan, but it's still very important, and therefore he would not emphasize yeah mate and that is one take I'm, I'm i'm an elephant. i'm on the base thank you thank you, thank you.